We're taking you from sideline to sideline and everything in between. It's your one-stop shop for all things football. Join me, Aaron Mukes, every Wednesday and Friday for fresh takes, breaking news, fantasy gold, and more. College and NFL, we got you covered. This is Sideline to Sideline, the podcast. Ball is spotted. The kick is away. And the kick is... Here comes the rush, and here's the hit. Second down attempt. Oh, what a hit. You can't do that. The quarterback, you can't fight. The 40, the guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Here, test it. Somebody stop that man. Ladies and gentlemen, now your host, Mr. Aaron Mutes, and his co-host, Akeem. This is your one-stop shop for all college and NFL football. Here is Sideline to Sideline. We are back. Welcome into Sideline to Sideline, the podcast. We're back, everybody. Your host, Aaron Mukes, alongside our resident expert, David Gonzalez. What's up, Digons? Big things popping, man. Another good week. I'm feeling strong moving into fantasy playoffs. I hope you guys are too. We've been shouting out some plays and we got a few strategic things to talk about today and just kind of go over the uh, the season as a whole. So I hope you guys are ready to have a good show. Yes, sir, man. We took a week off. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I know everybody was busy eating and watching football, at least some football. I mean, I know we got some bad news. We're going to start there. Uh, this Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, man, it's been postponed now uh, three times. So we started with a, a Thanksgiving Day game that was supposed to happen last Thursday evening. It then got moved to Sunday, and then it got moved to Tuesday. And then word today um, is it's not going to happen until Wednesday. So we – and it's all going to count towards week 12. So most people are going to know where they stand in week 12 regarding the Baltimore game. But what I kind of want to focus on is how this impacts – week 13, which is really the last week people can fight for playoff spots um, in most standard leagues. So we've now heard that the Pittsburgh-Washington game that was supposed to happen on Sunday has now been pushed back to Monday. And then the Dallas game, which was originally scheduled for next for this Thursday, has now been pushed all the way to Tuesday. And I think the biggest impact in these, in these games is, well, now Lamar Jackson will be eligible against Dallas, which is a huge a break for those Lamar Jackson owners who are looking to make the playoffs, getting an easy matchup like the Dallas Cowboys defense for um, the upcoming, you know, for this next, for this next week. So, um, so the COVID is, is fluid. We, we talked about it all year. I know David, we've, we've spoken about it a number of times. Plan for the unexpected because you never know what could happen. It could be an Adam Thielen situation from last week where you're without him, or it could be one of these games that get postponed or, um, you know, or pushed back. So, um, just let everybody know again, once again, David, how are you kind of maneuvering through these COVID situations? And are you, I mean, are you keeping track of, okay, maybe I don't want to play this guy this week because the game could get canceled. Did you pull some of your Pittsburgh guys and Baltimore guys because some leagues aren't allowing you to have subs for those guys? Like what, what were your thoughts on, on these, um, these kind yeah. of games that are being pushed back? Absolutely, Aaron. You know, it, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, I'm in multiple leagues where there are like, five IR spots or three IR spots, which is good for me. But I'm in some leagues where there's no IR spots. So I have a guy like J.K. Dobbins who kind of broke out last week. 
and I was going to use him as a flex play. And so I sent him for a guy like Brian Hill, or I sent him for a guy like Gio Bernard, or I sit him for a guy, you know, that I would, wouldn't normally play. And I feel like I lost out on the opportunity to play J.K. Dobbins um, in, in a flex. But, you know, that's neither here nor there because um, if you're in a position and one of these one play is deciding your season, you know, you haven't necessarily prepared the way you've been supposed to be preparing. Um, I, I will say, yeah, there's some bad things that happened. But I, I'm going to go ahead and pivot to some of the good things that are coming back. We got Christian McCaffrey who's coming back for week 14 just in time for playoffs. And I know that's a week out for everybody, but it's definitely something to take a look at uh, when you're preparing for playoff matchups. That means you need to pivot to one more person. You need to, you know, make sure that, you know, maybe you're holding on to a guy like Kenny Galladay and he's been kind of having limited practices um, we just saw today that um, after a few limited practices, a healthy Chris Carson looks really good. He scored a touchdown already and has been racking up some yards. So um, a lot of these guys have, are a lot more healthy than they normally would be, um, i.e. a Nick Chubb who, you know, these guys haven't had to log as many practices they are they normally do, and there's not a lot of wear and tear on their body like a normal season because they've had so many days off. Uh, so many days off during the week, uh, virtual practices. So they're saving their bodies. So when I'd be kind of scared to, like, r roll out a guy like Austin Eckler, you know, it seems like these days you can just roll them right out and they're going to get 15 to 20 touches and they're going to go right back to normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I like the point you you kind of touched on as far as, like, you just, have to, you just have to go with the flow, right? You just have to adjust. And if you haven't set yourself up, um, thus far, and if you're banking on that one, you know, the last week, week 13, to get you into the playoffs, and you've probably been doing something wrong all year. And, um, you know, we make no excuses here at the Sideline to Sideline podcast. We either in or we're out. And, um, I mean, that's just the way it is. So it's, it's fantasy football. Anything could happen. And, I mean, even if you have those guys, we, we could talk about some of these week 12 performances. We watched Kyler Murray have a down game, um, and he's been riding people, or people have been riding him all year. And then we go to week 12 and he has a down game. And then you have guys like Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill who break out and go bananas and, or Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller who go bananas uh, in week 12. And, and that's just the, the nature of fantasy. So there's going to be good weeks. There's going to be bad weeks. We just have to kind of, again, adjust, set our, our team up. And hopefully we, we were prepared enough to, to put, ourselves, put ourselves in a position to do well during the playoffs. And um, we did have breaking news today. Will Fuller was suspended for six games due to the performance-enhancing drugs. He's on some PEDs, uh, which is going to be huge for a lot of teams who've been riding Will Fuller. The first time – And Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be big. It's going to be um, – I know in a league I have two of the top contending teams. One has Deshaun Watson, one has Will Fuller, uh, the Lumgati League. And I, I'm pretty excited <laughs> about that, uh, that news, although I don't want to see a player go out. Uh, but I don't have many shares of those guys. So I'm sure that's going to be a benefit to a, a number of my teams. Um, but, I mean, Tyreek Hill, uh, just can, can you talk about his 200-yard 1st quarter performance? And he was just giving it to, to uh, the Tampa Bay secondary all day. And he, he looks like he is on another level right now. And the connection between him and Patrick Mahomes is, needless to say, um, second to none uh, at this point. 
You know, it's uh, one of those things to where it's it's interesting because the top two receiving leaders just so happened to be on the Kansas City Chiefs. And after putting up nearly 300 yards, Tyreek Hill vaulted himself to number one. Travis Kelsey is number two. So um, I'm actually in a, a couple of leagues where I've stacked those players, and I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill, again, he hadn't had a couple a hundred yard game. He's been really close. He's had a touchdown in a lot of games, but that offense is so prolific. They've been spreading the ball around. But that just goes to show you that Patrick Mahomes can turn it on at any moment and turn it into a a good performance into an outstanding out of this world performance. He turns it on like no other. It seems like the Kansas City Chiefs are well on their way to another Super Bowl, in my opinion. So yeah, they, uh, they can they can beat you in a number of different ways. It's one of those things where it's truly something special to watch. Um, I like that Tyreek Hill has stayed healthy. That is issue. Can he stay healthy at his small frame for an extended season? Um, as he had some injury issues in the previous season and disciplinary issues before. Uh, right now, it feels like, you know, that connection is, you know, almost second to none. Uh, similar to like a Devonte Adams, Aaron Rodgers, it's it's fun to watch, man. Absolutely. Um, all right, man. So we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We said we were going to do it. We're, we are both in a number of leagues, and before we get into the kind of the meat of the, this show, the head, the strategy, and the playoff schedules and stuff, I want to talk about our leagues. Yes, um, we we both play in a number of leagues. I'm in 16. Mm -hmm. You're in how many? I'm also in 16. Okay, so you're in 16. I'm in 16. Um, we're going to give a little playoff update to let you guys know how we're doing, um, where we where we think we can um, actually win some leagues, where we might be struggling in some leagues, um, and go from there. So I'll start. Um, so I am in 16 leagues. I got about five on the Yahoo platform. And currently in the Yahoo platform, I'm doing pretty well in. Um, more than likely, again, I can't really speak to next week. We have to – David and I actually share a league where we have to win to get in next week probably. Um, but yeah. it looks like we have a pretty good shot to do that. So out of Yahoo, I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in the playoffs in four or five leagues, and I'm going to have the buy in two of them. So a possibly three, depending on what happens in our no man league um, next week. If you can handle your business and do your job and beat the number one seeded team, then you and I would actually have the buys in that one. So um, that that'll be that'll be interesting there. So again, four or five um, in Yahoo, and possibly three number one seeds. Or, or I'm sorry, number one or number two seeds that get a buy. I cannot be mad at that. I'm very happy with uh, my output in Yahoo this year. Um, secondly, I have a bunch of leagues in Sleeper. And again, I have six leagues in Sleeper. Currently right now, I am in the playoffs in four of the six leagues. Um, should finish four of six. And I have the number one seed or buy in one of them. Um, and I'm also fighting for a buy in another one. So again, um, like what I'm doing there, four of six and four or five, uh, pretty happy with those numbers. And then I have various other leagues that um, throughout different platforms, um, again, the remaining five leagues, and I'm in the playoffs in three of those. So total 11 of 16, I'm in the playoffs. Have a chance at buys for up to six. Probably will end up with four, four or five. Um, I like where I sit in most of my leagues. I think I'm going to do some damage in the playoffs, and I think I should cash and well over half of those, uh, hopefully more. So uh, that's where I stand 
David, why don't you tell them where you stand? Sure, I'm I'm looking at my items right now and it looks like I'll be nine and three and one and it's called No Football No Life on ESPN. That's with a couple guys on Twitter. Um, pretty cool that um looks like I'm riding the first seed in that one. Um shout out to Commissioner Breeze on that one. Uh that one's a hundred dollar league. I'm in BSC fantasy football, another hundred dollar league. I'm going to nine and three, and I just beat the number one seed. Um, he was nine and two, so now I'll be nine and three, and I'll have that breaker over him. So I'm in first place, another hundred dollar league. I am seven and five in gridiron champions, and it looks like I will be the third seed right now. Um, shout out to Commissioner Breeze again on that one. I am a, I'll be seven and five in a, another ESPN league. And that is a $65 league. Pretty cool because I lost George Kittle, Saquon Barkley, um, and Cor uh, Cortland Sutton in that league. And I'm still seven and five. And I made some, quite a few adjustments. So I'm really happy about that league. Um, I am at 10 and two. For a sleeper league, I'm very excited about that one. As I have Christian McCaffrey coming back, I also have Antonio Gibson, Devontae Adams, McLaren. I have some guys that are really solid. Um, I got a solid core. It looks like I'll have a first round buy. In sleeper, I have two seven and another two seven and five teams. One that we're in for the keeper league, and I, I like that. I have a, the core of Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, and I have Christian McCaffrey coming back in that one. Um, so I think I'm in fourth place. I think you're in first place in that one, Eric. Uh, I am, uh, but I, I lost. I, I, I'm losing this week um, without Julio, but I, I really like that team. If you look at my team, it's, uh, it's actually pretty stacked. And I am the points leader, so if I win next week, I should get the number one seed and get a bye. Yeah, your, your team is stacked in that one, bro. I can't even lie. Um, I have probably one of my best teams in sleeper is 75, which is weird um, because I have Derek Henry, Tyreek Hill, McLaren, Kels, um, Debo's on my bench. I have Jonathan Taylor on my bench. I have quite just studs after Aaron Rodgers, uh, Antonio Gibson, but I'm 7-5, which is weird. So um, that, team came, that team showed out, put up 259 points this week. It was dominated. Um, in my COVID dynasty league, it looks like I'm dropping down to five and seven, which is frustrating because I thought I had a really good team to start. I didn't make some trades that I wanted to make. I lost George Kittle. I lost Cortland Sutton. Um, and this week it was really tough to be without Julio Jones. I was also without Adam Thielen and Mark Andrews as well. So very tough week for me. Um, so it looks like I may miss playoffs in that one. I still have a shot to get in if I win and a couple other things happen. But um, And then I have another Lamgadi league in Yahoo, the only other league where I think that I may be out of playoffs. Um, I had a terrible start to the league. I lost Saquon. I lost Eckler for a lot of the year. Um, but I battled back. I didn't give up. And I still have a shot to be in. But – it's a, a few and far a between. Battle. 
uphill battle. Yeah. So, uh, but my other leagues in Yahoo, man, I am rolling into, let's see, I have, it looks like I have a, I'll be maybe second in our dynasty Yahoo league. Um, after going eight and four this week, I'll be seven and five, which I think I'll be second place in no ma'am Yahoo. I'm first place in another Twitter league um, with uh, PTW on Twitter and Commissioner Breeze and a couple other of these analysts. I'm nine and three in that league. And I've done that without Chris McCaffrey, so I'm happy about that. I'm eight and four, and I'll be in fourth place in one league. And then me and your league, looks like we're going to go to seven and five. And then our my flea flickers. Uh, I have two flea flicker leagues. And I didn't even like talk about those. Yeah, so I think you're in first place in one of them, maybe. Yeah, I got the number one seed in one, and then the other one I'm out of. Yeah. Touchdown only league. I, so, I'm not even close. So I'll be in playoffs in both of those. And then our CBS league, it looks like even though with the loss this week, we are still going to be able to make playoffs. Yeah, we actually, we actually clinched. Yeah, we clinched because that league is honestly a, a dumpster fire. Um, there are some good teams up top, and then the bottom teams on the bottom are just really bad. So we were fortunate. We'll get in at like a six seed. And, uh, but, I, but we talked about this um, before the show. Uh, I really, really like our team in that league. We, like, we had mentioned it a, a couple of weeks ago about we were able to get guys like Nick Chubb because there's not, you know, there's no IR spots. And people were having to make moves and drop these guys. And we just, I mean, we sucked it up. We ate some losses and we sucked up picking up all these guys that were put on IR or that were had quote unquote significant injuries, the Kenyon Drakes, the Nick Chubbs and the Debo Samuels. And we were fortunate enough to hold on to them, hang on to a playoff spot. And now our lineup with, you know, Russell Wilson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Nick Chubb, Kenyon Drake, David Montgomery, um, again, Amari Cooper, Debo Samuel, like Amari our team. Cooper. Uh, we still got um, Devontae Parker. And, and, you know, we we have a lot of depth there and a lot of talent there now. And uh, I feel good about going up against any squad that's put in front of us. So uh, we have a good shot there, even though we're getting in as a sixth seed, to definitely cash uh, in that league. Speaking of, and I think we need to scoop up the Packers defense this week for that league. So just FYI. So speaking of that, good, good, uh, good kind of transition there. You know, um, obviously David and I are doing well in a lot of our leagues. Um, like anything else, when you have 16 of them, you can't win them all. You're not going to make the playoffs in all 16. It's damn near impossible. But uh, feeling pretty confident that we're in, you know, the majority of the leagues we're, we're competing in and we have a chance to win. So speaking of – 14 and 2 for me. There you go. It looks like 14, 14 in those, those two, Lamgadi and then the COVID Dynasty League are my – I think I got a shot, but I don't think so. <laughs> there you go. See, again, 14-2, and 11-5. and five. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good playoff uh, chances there. And as you talk about picking up the Packers' defense, it speaks right into what, what are the strategies when you're heading into the playoffs. Now, um, speaking from you, you're four, like you said, you're 14-2. and two, You're looking at 14-year teams going in. You're probably not thinking even about Week 13 or what happens in Week 13 unless you're, unless you're fighting for a bye. But what, what specifically are you looking at 
and, and this will go into the playoff schedules. What are you specifically looking at, whether it's guys on waivers, guys that are injured? When you're setting your team up or your starting lineup for that week 14 matchup or that week 15 matchup if you have a bye? So in terms of fantasy football, I'm thinking for a majority of my teams, I'm thinking week 14. I'm looking straight through everything else, and I'm thinking, okay, what matchups? Because there's going to be guys where you're playing against Pittsburgh defense and you started them all season, and now you got to reconsider. Um, but also, um, you know, backing up a little bit, you don't want to think so far ahead that you overlook 13 because you do want to position yourself. You know, play the board. You know, you you want to get position. Maybe you're still something plays out where you win points and you're you tie up with somebody. You know, anything can happen. But in terms of week 14, I'm definitely looking to week 14, 15, and 16. I need a defensive matchup. I need to look at uh, if I'm going to stream a quarterback. Um, I picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick in a lot of leagues because I have Lamar Jackson, and he came in and he scored some points for me. So I'm looking at potential playoff. Um, you know, matchups that I like. I'm looking at uh, situations to where, hey, this team's going against Kansas City. It's going to be a shootout. It looks like somebody I could use. Um, and that may be meaning that I'm going to uh, go with a, a David Montgomery over a Devontae Parker in a PPR league or over a Marty Cooper or something like that. And I'm also looking for teams that are going to be in contention, um, teams that have something to lose or something to play for. So um, a lot of that goes into my thought process, but, you know, I'm taking it day by day because like what just happened is Will Fuller is out for the playoffs now. Um, that changes the format. That changes, you know, I have Deshaun Watson in a few leagues and I'm just kind of like, okay, well now do I maybe need to look for a quarterback? So um, just be flexible. Like we've always been talking about. Um, you're not going to hit on everything. So uh, when it comes, comes down to it, you know, don't oversmart the board. You know, don't try to be that guy who picks up Brian Hill and plays him over uh, Austin Eckler or, you know, player <laughs> guys that got yeah. you there. Uh, but at the same time, you know, be able to, you know, check the news and, hey, is Galladay back? I'm going to throw him in there if I can. So This is – I kind of – I agree. I, I think that a lot of times what happens when we – you know, we do, we do all this work to get to the playoffs and then we get in the playoffs and now we're at week 14, week 15, week 16. And we, we want good matchups always, right? You get the worst defense versus the best running team. And you want to play that running back, but you have to be very, very careful. Um, when you draft guys and they're your studs, the Austin Ecklers, Chris Carson's, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and they have bad games or they have bad matchups per se. Um, my recommendation is you go with those guys. You're, you know, unless you have a guy that's comparable to them, if you're deciding and your team is super stacked and you're deciding between an Aaron Jones and a Chris Carson, then you might want to play the matchup. But, you know, you can only play one of them. But if you have an Aaron Jones versus a Brian Hill or a Giovanni Bernard, um, you know, you're, you're going to be – it's going to be really, really difficult to, to take that leap of faith and sit Aaron Jones or sit a Chris Carson or sit a, a Todd Gurley over – over one of these guys that may have had a couple of good games and they have a good matchup. So I'm, I'm a believer in go with your guys. When you get to the playoffs, um, uh, you know, some strategies I have are heading into the playoffs. I made a lot of deals to where I, I eliminated a lot of my depth. And I said, Hey, if COVID hits my team, COVID hits my team. And I do this every year. I eliminated a lot of the depth. I went to 
trying to set up a solid starting lineup. And then for my running backs, I'll usually make sure that I have those handcuffs for, for if you have, you know, major, you know, big time running backs outside of that. I, I don't like to have a whole lot of depth because I don't want to be the one to make those decisions. I don't really want to have to decide between uh, a Robert Woods and a Cooper cup in, in the playoffs because either one of those guys could go off in any given week. And I don't want to make that decision. I just want to know I'm putting this guy in there and whatever happens happens. So um, I love looking at schedules and I look up, look at them early on in the season, like who's going to play week 14, 15 and 16. And I usually start making my moves that way. But once I get to the playoffs, I kind of have this set lineup and that's who I'm rocking with. And it, you know, if, if something happens, something happens and I'll try to make an adjustment, but I'm going to, I'm going to ride with my guy. So we, we, you, you talked about your strategies and how you look at some playoff schedules. So I want to go over some playoff schedules that are tough right now. Um, for those people that were fortunate enough to get James Robinson, who's been pretty much matchup proof the entire year. Um, I hate to say it, but he's got a tough, tough playoff schedule. And there's, again, that's one of those decisions that are going to have to be made, but he's shown that he's been, he's pretty much been matchup proof. Um, James Robinson's had double-digit fantasy points in every game this year except for two. Um, but his, 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 his stretch run goes Minnesota, which is, should be okay, Tennessee, which should be okay. But the last two weeks, you get Baltimore at Baltimore and Chicago, two really good run defenses. Um, so that's a, that's a schedule that I'd watch out for. If you've got any of the other skill positions, the DJ Charks, any of those guys, I would be careful for those. And then also Minnesota. And uh, we've talked about the Dalvin Cook matchups, but as 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 matchup proof as Dalvin Cook is, he has his worst games against Chicago, um, Indy early in the season, and he goes down the stretch. He gets after next week Jacksonville, he gets Tampa Bay, Chicago, and New Orleans, three of the top run defenses yeah. in the league, three of the top defenses in the league. Um, that's a tough, tough stretch. Just a tough stretch for Dalvin Cook. So um, I know you rolled them all year. You're not going to bench them. But if you have some other boom guys that you might want to take a little bit more risks on, uh, those might be the time to do it because he might just give you the standard 12 to 15 point performance. Don't expect 30, 35 points from Dalvin Cook on, on those particular games. Um, do you have any other teams that have some tough schedules or did you want to touch on anything with, uh, with Jacksonville and Minnesota? Um, you know, um, I, I definitely think that, you know, it's one of those situations where, hey, you know, who are you going to play outside of Dalvin Cook? Who are you going to play outside of James Robinson? Right. Um, I, I was fortunate to have James Robinson in one of my leagues where, you know, it's a $100 league and he's in my flex and I feel good about it. You know, he's in a flex and, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to have the touchdown upside and he's going to be there and, you know, um, you know, I want to throw some names out there. Just, you know, if you are looking the waiver wire for some long shot plays, you know, Gabriel Davis had a good game. Um, he's a, a guy in Dynasty that people like to talk about. Um, another guy that seems like he's, you know, emerging from the, the shadows finally is Dallas Goder. Um, another guy that we've seen kind of uh, make some plays um, just kind of recently, especially. Um, you know, uh, Devontae Booker, if, if, you know, Josh Jacobs misses some times, um, maybe you can throw him in there for a game. So um, just keep keep your eye out there. You know, there's going to be some matchups that don't look right. Um, uh, there's going to be some matchups that 
that are um, in our favor and, you know, be on the right side of history, fellas. Be on the right side of history. Yeah, and so um, leading into the the easier schedules, um, there are some really good matchups for some really fantasy-relevant teams that I wanted to talk about. Um, the first one being the, the Rams. The Rams have a nice schedule as we head into the playoffs. Their, their final – well, next week they have Arizona, which is not – it's not tough by any means. Um, then they get New England. And then the last two weeks of the season, they get the Jets and the Seahawks. And we all know anybody that plays the Jets, it's a beautiful matchup. And then you get the Seahawks, who you've pretty much owned for the past couple of seasons. Um, again, a week past defense. So all those people with Cooper Cup, Jared Goff, Robert Woods, um, you know, maybe one of their running so maybe backs. One of their running backs. Yeah, uh, you, might, you might get lucky and play the right one. And then the last team, which has, again, a number of fantasy-relevant players I wanted to talk about, are the Buccaneers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play a very nice cake schedule as they come back. And they have a late-season bye, which I feel is really, really important. You have the bye next week, and then you head into the playoffs. And the playoff schedule looks like this. It's Minnesota, at Atlanta, and at Detroit. And I don't know if, I don't know if it gets much easier than that for guys like Tom Brady, Chris Godwins, Mike Evans, uh, Antonio Brown, Gronk, Fournette, Ronald Jones. I think that's a lot of fantasy relevant um, plays there. So if you have Tampa Bay, you should be sitting pretty there. Um, and there's a couple other easy schedules too, but I'll be keeping my eyes on those two in particular. Um, do you want to touch on any of that or do you want to move on to our optimal lineups? Talk yeah. about the easy schedules and do you have any or – or do you uh, do you not particularly care whether it's easier or bad? You're gonna go with your guys. Yeah, man. I'm actually just gonna go. My strategy here is I'm gonna go with my guys. Um, I actually think that the Baltimore Ravens have a somewhat easier schedule coming up for Lamar Jackson uh, in terms of him getting his act together for the last part. So I'm invested in that. I think J.K. Dobbins will be a good play down the stretch. Uh, I've secured him in a few leagues. Um, I'm hoping that Cam Akers gets some reps because I've also secured him in a few leagues. Um, but uh, it's interesting to say because I'm still going with my guys when Cam when um, sorry uh, Christian McCaffrey is back week 14, and I think Joe Mixon will be back week 14. I think he should get some some practice in maybe at the hopefully end of this week or beginning of next week, and hopefully he's ready to rock for week 14 in the playoffs. You know, I know you can't really. Um, nail Joe Mixon in, but Christian McCaffrey's ready to go, so I'm excited about that. So I'm, I'm ready to play my guys, man. Austin Eckler's going in. Um, I'm excited about those, but in terms of the actual matchups, bro, honestly, um, throwing them out the window because COVID with these limited practices, uh, we've seen, you know, where uh, games where you think that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars starting Mike Lennon um, against the right. Browns defense, who's been somewhat formidable. Uh, we saw that, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars just kept putting up points. Right. So um, the way I see it, um, go with your guys. Really just pump in that lineup, the, the best optimal lineup you can do at this point, and be ready for the best. Hope for the best. You know, prepare for people to maybe sit out, have uh, contingency plans, and just go, man. There you go. Um, all right, man, let's get into it. It's uh, six to four. I don't know what happened two weeks ago, so it might be six, five. It might be seven, four. 
Uh, we going into week 13, optimal lineups. Um, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to lay my, my optimal lineup up right now. Um, I, I got some interesting picks. Some, these are some, some dart throws and some, some high upside guys, but uh, I definitely could fall flat on my face this week, so I'm going to give it a try. At quarterback, I am going with Derek Carr. Bounce back game. They got embarrassed by the Atlanta Falcons last week. Um, Josh Jacobs is a little bit banged up. They're playing the Jets. I think they come out uh, ready to play, um, get back on track, and he has a good game um, there. I'm actually going with James Robinson before his schedule gets tough. I like him against Minnesota. I just think that um, they're giving him a lot of volume. I like what they're doing in Jacksonville as far as the way they're using him. So I'm going James Robinson there I'm also going to go Latavius Murray and I know it might be a week after his big game but the way that the Saints are playing right now with Taysom Hill it looks like Latavius Murray is actually the guy they want to carry the ball um I, I don't know what it is but I just think they like using him with with um with Taysom Hill back there so I'm going to go Latavius Murray there maybe he falls into the end zone a couple of times against Atlanta um for my receivers I'm going Allen Robinson uh, I hope Mitchell Trubisky starts again. Not that he's any good, but he seems to have a pretty good connection with Allen Robinson um, that's dated back to a couple of years. So I'm going to go Allen Robinson there. I'm going to go A.J. Brown against the Browns. Um, he's a number one wide receiver. He's been, he's been doing it all year, so I'm going to go with A.J. Brown there. And then I'm actually going to go with um, – I'm going to go with Devontae Adams, uh, pretty much obvious, against Philadelphia. Uh, I just don't like what the Eagles do. They're probably going to match him up with Darius Slay, try to one-on-one -on -one coverage, and he's just going to do what he always does, which is eat. So uh, I'm going to go Devontae Adams there. At tight end, <clears throat> at tight end, I am going to go Ingram against Seattle. He had another big week this week, but with the Giants having uh, a backup quarterback possibly and not getting much from their receivers, I think Evan Ingram will be, continue to be the number one target there. Uh, even if they play a backup, I know Colt McCoy likes to throw to the tight end as well. And then defense, I'm going the, the Las Vegas Raiders defense because they're playing the Jets, and I have to stay true to who I am, whoever plays the Jets. So I have Derek Carr, James <laughs> Robinson, Latavius Murray, Allen Robinson, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Evan Ingram, and Las Vegas Raiders for my week 13 optimal lineup. What do you have, David? Let's see, my man. I'm going to go Michael Thomas against ATL. I'm going to go Chris Carson against the Giants. I'm going to go Terry McLaurin. Love some McLaurin. He's I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. Okay, okay. And I'm going to go for tight end. Give me the Hunter wasteland, that, the wasteland that is tight end. Hunter Henry. All right, a quarterback, and running back, defense. Give me Lamar Jackson 
and give me for running back, I will take uh, defense. Give me Chicago defense. Chicago defense. And DeAndre Swift. And DeAndre Swift. All right, we got Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, Stephon Diggs, Hunter Henry, and Chicago defense. And we will see who comes out on top. Uh, Again, a great week 12 we saw. Excited for week 13. Let's keep our fingers crossed that these games get played. And even if they're postponed, hopefully we get all of them in uh, to keep it fair. Make sure you set your lineups. If, even if you're one of those teams at the bottom, man, I, I can't stress enough to, to keep integrity of the league. Set your lineups. You know, don't let, give these people easy wins. Uh, don't make stupid deals. You know, keep the leagues competitive. And uh, good luck to everybody as they head into week 13. Hopefully you guys are in the playoffs. Um, as, as usual or as always, you can follow my man David on Twitter at SAC experts. Um, and then on Instagram, you can follow the show sideline to sideline underscore podcast. And then, um, again, S2 podcast on Twitter. Um, again, thanks for listening to us. Uh, keep, keep checking us out and there's so much more to come. Go ahead, David, send us away, brother. Yeah. And, uh, keep on the lookout. My man, Aaron Mukes is dropping nothing but fire fuego. And, uh, you know, he's got some projects coming along to where, He's going to do a live show. So if you guys want to see us talk that shit live, it'll be even better. Because when me and him get together, we have some dissenting opinions. We like to call each other out. And, man, it'll be some of that real, real sports talk. Yes, sir. Sports Uncovered uh, live coming soon. Yeah, man. It's one of those things not doctored. It's one of those things just comes fluid and natural. We we don't do this to get paid. We do this for fun. We do this as a a passion and um it's one of those things guys where hopefully you guys can catch some nuggets from there because i know a lot of people have reached out to me on twitter over the last couple weeks asking me start sit questions it feels good that you guys trust me that you guys have seen that i've gotten some things right and i know aaron himself has dropped some really uh great information on you know who who should be in your lineup the following week or who you should be targeting on the waivers and so um, if you guys are looking to win your leagues this year, next year, keep following along the journey. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sideline to sideline. We out. <laughs>